Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Eshin Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life, The Unshakable Road to Love. It's funny because there's no road to love. We don't have to go anywhere to be in a state of love. It's not a destination. It's a way of being, a way of being, not a state of being. It's very different, a state of being and a way of being. A state comes and goes, a mood, a moment, a mental condition, it's a state. Mostly they come and go, and that's okay, it's fine. It's, it's our nature to experience many, 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 many waves in the ocean, <clears throat> Some waves feel wonderful, others don't, but they come and go. They lift up high tide, low tide, rip tide, all kinds of tides. A way of being is not a state. It doesn't necessarily come with a a label, with a package. It doesn't come with a mood, with a moment, with a feeling, with a, a, a reward. It doesn't come with anything. It's the way, the Tao. It's Zen in your everyday life. It comes the way it comes. It appears as it appears. And the way is the way we are with it, the way we respond to it. Very, very wonderful and important distinction. Because everyday life It could seem very ordinary. It could seem boring, routine. I want something better than this. (laughs) I want something else. And that is actually one of the cries that creates all the sorrow and pain in our life. I want something else, something better, something different, something more interesting. Or you might hear people say, oh, I don't deserve this. I bet I'll be a better person and I'll get something better. That's a very common trajectory in life. Let Let me improve myself so I can have a better home, a better family, a better mate, a better time. I want to have a good time in life, in the world, in Coney Island. I want to have a good time. I want to be happy. Well, these are very normal feelings and reactions, they are also the cause of a great deal of suffering and also the cause of being thrown here and there, looking for a better time, a better moment, something else. What we don't actually realize yet when we explore our everyday life or the way of love, and how could our everyday life be the way of love? Well, it is, when we approach it in a different way. (coughs) Excuse me, um, excuse me, a little cough. That's part of our everyday life. (coughs) Not going to hide it. There it is, a little cough. It's fine. Whatever appears when we welcome it, when we even honor it, we don't hide it, it's fine. And it, and it passes very quickly to, to the next moment. So let's continue with this 
every Zen and everyday life episode, our unshakable way to love road, in this sense that we have a picture of a road going from one place to another. <clears throat> but actually in Zen practice, there is absolutely nowhere to go. Nowhere. We're here. We've arrived. <laughs> We're alive. Wow. We're breathing. Wow. You see, in Zen practice, the moments that people completely take for granted and ignore, they seem like, so what? I'm breathing. Yeah, so what else is new? I'm alive. Okay. Now what? What's next? You see, it's a different attitude because the moments we take for granted in regular life are very, very, very important and precious in Zen practice and in the way of love. We, we pause and we really take it into account. We absorb it. We, we actually make a gasho to it, a bow. We bow to it. We say, thank you. We experience it fully. And this is really a practice of not always searching for something else or wanting something else even. Now that wanting something else is so deeply ingrained in us, conditioned, programmed. This moment is never good enough. It's got to be more than this. And in keeping with that unfortunate feeling comes the feeling, me too, I'm not good enough as I am. I have to be more than this. I have such great potential that I've never, never developed. On and on, that's the kind of thinking. I'm not enough right now. I'm not able to love deeply right now and share my love right now. Well, I'll tell you that's not true. <laughs> not true. It's a cover-up. It's an excuse. It's unso. It's n- unso. <laughs> not so. Untrue. <clears throat> because unless we are willing to acknowledge and be fully aware that who we are at this very moment is complete, it's beautiful, it's whole, it's like a shining star, And stop wanting to twist our lives, change it, make it better. Reject this moment, this person that we are right now, unless we stop that. We live a very tormented life because even if we do this, do that, do the other thing, and and at that point we feel, well, now I'm worthwhile. I've attained this, I've attained that, whatever it is. Deep down... That feeling doesn't go away. Not yet. Not enough. That was one of the teachings my Zen master used to constantly give me, and I didn't get it for many, many years. Now I get what he was saying. He has so-called passed away, although I don't feel that he's gone at all, just the opposite. But he would always say, not yet. (laughs) Not yet. I'd bump into him on the entrance. We're coming into the Zendo together. I would just be standing at the door, about to go in. He would say, not yet. But what what was he doing, really? 
he was actually, you know, in many ways, Zen practices like homeopathic medicine. You make a condition more, you intensify it until the person sees through it. He was dwelling on this feeling, I have to be better, I have to do more, I have to, have to, have to, have to. I have to practice morning, noon, and night. This driven feeling, I'm not yet there. And there I was standing right at the door. And there, and then I walked in. I actually walked in. I was able to walk in. I was able to take off my shoes. I was able to put on the robe. I was able to sit down on the cushion. What do you mean, not yet? What else are you wanting? What else are you looking for? This is a very, very profound and central teaching of the way of love and of Zen practice. What else do you want? What else are you looking for? It's a koan. It's a very, very deep and important koan. And it pervades our life. Not only am I not good enough, but you're not good enough. You better do this and that and the other thing, and then I'll love you or accept you. Or then you'll make me happy, which is another impossible, not true. That nobody else will ever make you happy. And this is one of the strong points of the way of love. Impossible. Impossible. We keep wanting this one and that one to make us happy. If they, if they meet my expectations, then they'll make me happy. No, 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 no. That's a big illusion to... What will make you happy is to completely honor what's here right now, taste it, accept it, know it, sit in the middle of it, be in the middle of it. No objections, <laughs> no rejection. And if feelings of rejection or un, uh, pain come up, that's fine. That's part of the moment. That's there. Be in that also. Don't, re don't reject your own rejection. Just be there and experience fully everything that comes along. And one moment will pass, another will come, another will come. There's no such thing as not yet doesn't exist. When we can see through that illusion that we have to keep on finding something else, finding someone else, or becoming something else, or someone else other than who we are right now, when we see through that, we are free from what is called the wheel of karma, the cycle of birth and death, samsara. It's also called the merry-go-round, constantly trying to catch the golden ring. Got to catch it. Got to catch it. I'm not enjoying the ride. I'm just focusing on catching the golden ring. Well, sit down in the merry-go-round. You're on it. Enjoy the ride. See who's sitting on the horse beside you. See what's going on. Be with it. But our focus isn't there. It's always on catching the golden ring. And then what? Then what? So we caught the golden ring, and the merry-go-round's still going around and around and around and around. 
We cannot get off that merry-go-round until we forget about catching the golden ring. And standing on the plain earth, the grass, being with the trees, not wanting something of our imagination that we think is so special or that will make us so special. Well, if I have a hundred golden rings, then I'll be really an important person in this world. That's not the way of love. We think I can't really have love unless I earn it or I'm a really important person. Not true. You are love itself. And the way to experience that and know that is to, day by day, give up that frantic search to catch the golden ring, to find something better, something else, and to honor, touch, taste, and fully enjoy and appreciate each moment of the day of your life as it comes to you. Wonderful, delicious surprises may come. You might have a day with people smiling, unexpected gifts, phone calls, all kinds of lovely things. Thank you. Take that. You may have the next day the opposite. No one knows you're there. Nobody looks at you. Nothing works out. Thank you. Thank you. Because it's all happening every day in its own way. It doesn't say a word about who you are, your value, your worth, anything. When we stop trying to catch the golden ring and always be better and better and more and more, when we just are fully who we are, when we just take the day fully as it is, such love comes, joy bubbles up. It just bubble, 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 bubbles up. Ah, and we see it's not only is it all enough, but it's overflowing with surprises, with freshness, with wonder. Wonder. That's a word Joko Beck used to use. Wonder, wonder. She was also a wonderful Zen teacher. She's not alive now. But I remember somebody told me that when she passed away, her very last word was, ah, this too is a wonder. What a wonderful, wonderful way to move from this experience, so-called dying, whatever you want to call that, but what a wonderful way to take her last breath. I wouldn't even say her last breath because who knows? Ah, uh, this too is a wonder. She wasn't looking for something else. She wasn't rejecting that experience either. So this way of love, this unshakable road to love, the reason I call the book The Unshakable Road to Love is because when we become engaged in that kind of practice, we cannot be shaken because whatever comes to us is part of the practice, is fine, is received, is honored. It's not rejected. It's not judged, including other people, including ourselves. We're not constantly striving 
to improve this great, beautiful world. But we're, we're, but we're receiving it. We're learning from it. We're engaging with it. We're actually making friends with it. We're making really good friends. And when we are, there's no such thing as not enough. Not yet. No such thing. When you're with your good friend, you're together, and you feel fulfilled and happy to be in connection with a good friend. Well, why cannot every moment become a good friend? It's up to you, completely up to you, and your willingness to stop constantly clinging to and searching for something else. So thank you very, very much for listening. My goodness, the time goes, whoop, it just flies away. It's a pleasure, a pleasure to talk with you. It's a pleasure to receive your beautiful emails. Thank you. Uh, the URL for the podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And if you wish to reach me, it's topspeaker at yahoo.com with any comments or questions, whatever you like. And certainly I wish you a wonder, a day full of wonder. Wonder. Take good care.